so um i'm i'm watching uh a um a film from no genre i usually watch well most are drama so i guess that's different but uh this is about surveillance which isn't quite i mean last last time i watched anything similar was uh when i watched this film about um, East Germany before partition in um, called uh, others something uh, oh, I got, uh, forgot kind of what it was called uh, mm, no uh, yeah anyway yeah it, So, um, oh yeah, the lives of others, um, I forgot, it's one of those names that isn't quite familiar, isn't how to take another film called others, is there? Uh, anyway, that was slightly different, so I think that concentrated more on the people, the veil. Whereas this seems to concentrate more on the surveillance itself. Clearly, it's whimsical. Uh, so far, at least. Uh, uh, yeah, so I guess it's sort of like Vin Diesel. Uh, I don't know about more or less, but yeah. Of course, the uh, what's what's notable is that it was made decades ago, in the seventies, by for some reason the. Um, the uh, Godfather director, I'm not sure which Godfather has got to do with this, but yeah, um, maybe he just likes edgy dramas, I guess. So, um, of course, what's what's relevant is the fact that um, everything seems uh, so dated, technologically at least. Uh, these days, they usually have stars no need a warrant. And they just uh, ask ISP for that. They don't. I mean, back then, well, the internet must have been very rudimentary. Yeah, I mean, it still it did exist, but not to a huge extent, so they didn't bother. And the same with us, I guess, right? So, in um, Canada, I suppose, or whoever was needed. But yeah, I you know I honestly don't know whether this this is real. It's it's remarkable, so that uh, you know this 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 really happened, and this film was so easily distorted. I don't quite get what they did at some point. No way. I think they might have tried to undistort the sound. I'm not sure if if that really was the point. Uh, if so, if how, how how do you do that? I mean, if the sound is distorted in the first place. You think that uh, may distort it somehow? Is the sound can be overwhelmed by another sound? Some sometimes it was distorted for some reason due to it seems electronic interference. Right? So how can you not let that 
interference is there later on as well. Hmm. Because these days with um, a pipeline for the provider itself, they don't presumably have to deal with distortion. They only, yeah, the only prevalence would be encryption. But that's a binary thing as far as I know, so they will be perfect of dots. Um, there's no random distortion as far as I know. Only a encryption thing. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a relic, isn't it? I mean, if he if he made this film today, it would have been one of those things. It's kind of like you know if, if you watch a, a movie from fifty years ago or so. Uh, well, you don't expect to see a color TV. And if it's from a hundred years ago, then you don't expect to see. Well, actually, I mean, even just a few decades ago. That had rotary phones. Uh, these days, the more recent movies have smartphones. So you, know, you, you don't get to see someone uh, accessing the internet from their phone uh, until a decade or so ago. I know they did that in movies, particularly. Smartphones obviously were there a decade ago. Uh, anyway, it's. um. Yeah, it's supposed, this is supposed to be an acclaimed run, as it seems to be, so far. Uh, at nearly 20th minute. But this guy, right, despite having all the capability so far, he hasn't explicitly said so. He really seems lonely, doesn't he? <laughs> That's thing which is playing jazz in his room and tapping for from the recording, which is... Fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and that's it, he played jazz very badly. I just was somehow made it sound seem easier as well. Which is how easy it is to play a, a instrument as a saxophone. I'm not sure so. Jazz always somehow sounds smooth. Also, for some reason, I'm familiar with the music. I'm assuming it's such a acclaimed film, I guess, that the music travels around. Uh, weirdly enough, I've never heard of the composer, so I've just heard of his music. It's always like that, huh? Music always precedes the composer, usually, apart from the more popular ones, I guess, like uh, Hans Zimmer and such. The uh, ill-fated James Horner. Uh, very uh, ironic that uh, he had such a tragic destiny when he composed, you know, for films like the Titanic and such. Or Gladiator, who did do that, did he? Uh, yeah, I forgot who he said. Yeah, James Horner is, is his singer. Yeah, for some reason. Anyway, right. But yeah, this, uh, this music is... This piano music is really enchanting. Like, it's uh, it almost sounds like uh, um, what's it called? I forgot. I'm thinking of 
the French composer, um, that he really does have this uh, enchanting sound. I'm sort of going to look up his other compositions, uh, films he's composed, but it's just so lovely. Hopefully he still composes. And you know, um, even the buttons were somehow seemingly from another era. Uh, I mean, they looked more like uh, metallic containers, really, than buttons. I mean, these these days they're slightly more polished, I guess, but I think they have more glass and metal as well. They must be metal, but it it really looks like a bridge or something. And the the architecture and even the interior, he must have really tried to have this specific sort of uh, this is cinematography, I guess. Um, just everything is very kind of unique. Feels like every image is almost mesmerizing obviously you get these drab flat interiors as well which are more common but then you get something like you know this this stony um place here that's just after the bus scene and there's these weird little things that don't assume the sits on and they look really bizarre uh, but then it's everything else is stone, so we go from metal to stone, and this circular staircase. I mean, uh, I guess I guess Coppola had this eye for interior design. I guess I don't know. So along with the music, which is quite enchanting in its own right. There's this uh, allure of his physicality, and um, I don't know if I'll comment about actors, you know, except for the occasional mention, like I did some movies ago, with regards to sort of you know Maggie Smith, because I only know her as, as an old lady. Really, now this this is another weird one. Um, I've I've known more of his movies over time than just simply the older ones. But Harrison Ford in this in this one is so young I can barely recognize him at first. Um, uh, now I don't quite remember which movies I've watched him in as well. So obviously I know who he is, and you know. I actually haven't watched Indiana Jones yet, with the most popular franchise in that folder. But yeah, yeah, so he's so different. Yeah, this is 50 years ago now, so it looks different. Must be in his 30s now, I assume. Yeah, 30s maybe even. So yeah, it's something. Apparently all he seems to do is crush his hair flying around. And um... With regards to sound distortion, and again, I did that, that thing where he removed the bongo, you know, the music. Um, I find it unbelievable. I mean, 
the, well, the fact that you could hear the voice so clearly just if you turn down some dial or such it's just too much I'm assuming it's cinematic license I mean the, the, the voice was so just uh, distant really before that with the music on it's just unbelievable really I, I once tried to do the opposite to extract music and remove vocals and that really failed in terms of the quality of the music I, I don't know if, you know the, the opposite could be but I'm assuming this is cinematic license because it, it totally failed I, I, I know it's easier to get vocals and not music but the music was so uh, of such horrible quality that you know it just seems almost impossible to separate the two really well I mean not to that extent anyway I don't know if it's possible to understand at very basic level what someone is saying or to say a basic sentence structure at some point so it seems like you're into some almost HD quality I mean that must be cinematic license and um, um, this might be a bit uh, um, a bit sort of, I don't know, both mine and I'm sort of resonant thing, I suppose. Like a strange and strange thing to say. But um, I've read about John Casale before this. I, I watched uh, the first movie I watched him in was um, Dog Day Afternoon, and uh, I've read about him. And um, uh, how his life turned out uh, was quite impactful because in the movie, in that movie, not that one, uh, he he uh, he uh, mentions tobacco, and uh, I read that he 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 wanted to kill that person because of the situation he was in. So he later got cancer and such. Um, I think this was a, um, a later movie, which I guess I'm, I'm assuming it was. Um, so it's it's a bit poignant to see him in this one. I mean, yeah, for most of his years, more than half of it, he he's quite serious himself, but at some point he was just on a motorbike just going around in circles, drunk, while Harry's character was the serious one, despite also having drunk a bit. Um, but it's it's a bit poignant because of the music, you know? I, I mean, at this point, I'm assuming he didn't know that he would die of his tobacco addiction. Uh, but so, you know, really, going around in circles and uh, on a motorbike has nothing to do with, you know, um, how his life later turned out, but, you know, um, just, you know, if, if he had that scene on his own without any sound accompaniment, it would make much, no difference, really. 
but with the music, you know, so the season was still so powerful, so eerie and mysterious, you know, it just adds an extra resonance, you know, quite literally a resonance, uh, knowing his later life, people watching this in the 70s would not known any different, but having, you know, this is my first time watching it, uh, nearly 50 years later, and uh, uh, reading about him after Logi Afternoon was really impactful because of what he said in the movie itself and because he won't say anything in this movie but, uh, but I mean, this is early on I'm assuming uh, yeah mm, so it's one of those things you know where the audience knows something that the actors themselves do not so sometimes it's the characters themselves who do not know something and the audience does but in this case I suppose it's the audience that knows about the actors themselves, that they themselves do not. Anyway, I'm, I'm just overanalyzing over this, but yeah, I, I don't really know him much. This is my this is pretty much the second film I've seen of his. Like I say, I was missing some, 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 something else. Maybe he was in a minor part, I forgot. Um, I, I don't, I cannot really remember him really. Anything else? I still feel uh, so sorry for him, sorry. There are many people who smoke even longer than him and don't die. He, he died fairly young, from what I remember. Must have been either in his 20s or 30s, I'm trying to think he died in either his late 30s or early 40s, I think. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, and uh, isn't it uh, funny how they seemingly synchronized uh, various actions later on? There was Plenty tape. I mean, I don't know who uh, gets internet while a tape of some strangers is played, but that that thing itself still. I mean, obviously, just uh, you know, um, worrying him, but it was synchronized along with what they did. Like in here, the tape mentioned the the bench as well, half dead and such, and he was on the bed himself, so he seemed like he was on a bench, you know, sort of parallel to that. Literally, so yeah, interesting. So I, I don't know. I suppose in a way, it's unless it's uh, some sort of sympathy from uh, an audience. I'm assuming, or the audience would assume it elicits sympathy from uh, the characters at least. Later on, so bizarrely, like the tape was also as if talking for the couple, as if you know they they were because. The, the, the people on the tape were also a couple, so it was as if they were talking for the couple who were listening to the tapes. Alright, so um, I finished it and uh, I suppose yeah, it's one of those kind of movies that have a twist at the end. And um, it was interesting, um, it caught me by surprise. Let's say I figured it out. What's interesting first, how they made all the words sound different, you know? Um, yeah, look different from a different perspective. It seemed to even fool the one who originally wanted to hear them. Uh, yeah, no, really, um, it is interesting. 
but I don't know. I still had this thing that seemed to be sort of dry, I don't know, there's something missing, I suppose. Um, you know, uh, on average, people seem to highly regard it. Or if highly is the godfather, perhaps, which I think is overrated personally as well, but, um, well, I don't know, people rate whatever they want to rate, but, uh, yeah. Generally, Coppola still has a lot of such, you know, this, this is so close to eight, and, um, I don't know. To be close to eight, it would really need to be, yeah. Effective, in my opinion, in terms of uh, you know affecting one's inner being in a way. I don't know, and I mean, sure, it's just held the clever storyline held. The script was interesting. Music is very beautiful, as mentioned. But there is still something somehow that seems to be dry. Not like Dog Day Afternoon, which I mentioned earlier. Uh, I mean, it was interesting, but still had something missing in the end, I don't know, I mean, I, I know it was based on, on a real story, so, I don't know, they couldn't just add whatever, but, uh, yeah, this, this is, um, so this, this, this had a blot, as a, an ailment, I haven't seen it yet, so, let's say, um, So, um, but, you know, it still didn't seem to be, you know, just uh, extra, um, yeah, so, yeah, it's interesting, and then turning into what it was as uh, David Shaw did, yeah, um, so, um, but, you know, it's still, I don't know, just, um, I, I did, did like the cinematography, it was really, really good uh, story, but I don't know, just something, you know, one of those things, that, uh, something seems to be not there, perhaps, um, obviously it's interesting in terms of, you know, as opposed to the lives of others, that was more of a, an, a sort of an abstract thing there, from what I remember, at least it's been a few years now, I've watched it. Uh, it, it seemed to be like a sort of a commentary on, well, obviously, that was more of a, a um, state thing than a, that this, 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 the, the protagonist here was an anthropologist investigator, whereas in that one it was the state, so it was more a commentary on what uh, the state should really be allowed to do or not. Because uh, quite ironic that you know people still think that uh, Germany was as invasive as can be, but somehow I don't think they have the same impression of the current government, which uh, you know, uh, was obviously sort of debunked by the Melbourne revelations. But uh, people still would you know, seem to have the impression of the state, or you know, maybe they don't think it's too important or something. Uh, this is slightly different, of course. And, um, it was interesting, so how in you know uh, the in 
investigator was investigating themselves, you know, uh, yeah, uh, you know, they, they just, the tables were turned, and in the end, in the end, truly, the physical representation of his mind was appended to him, much, wasn't it? Uh, so he just, he just left there in ruins, just plain jazz, and I suppose, well, I like that as an ending, so it's, um, good. Sort of destroys all the nice uh, cinematography before it, and just, uh, you know, leaves a bit of music, this, this, this copy that, you know, his career was pretty much, uh, upside down now, and he just, just left with this copy, so, um, I suppose that's, uh, it was interesting. Uh, hopefully, I still like it as well. It's been kind of been, been uh, off my shelf for a while. Uh, yeah, so, well, let me see. Uh, okay, okay, Mugs News.